a tax on red meat? That and other stories for the week ending July 10th, 2016. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. Much of the drinking water in southern Florida is increasingly threatened by climate change as sea level rise is causing salt water to inundate aquifers. Political leaders in Miami-Dade County are trying to deal with the effects of rising sea levels, and last week a novel approach was proposed, make real estate developers pay for it. Local real estate professionals have come around to see climate change as a significant problem. In a notable difference from last year, the Miami Herald report that 65% of real estate agents now say that climate change and the rise of sea level are serious issues. But one Florida real estate mogul has yet to acknowledge the sea level rise problem, presidential candidate Donald Trump. While the presumptive Republican nominee brushes off climate change as a hoax created by China, a study commissioned by The Guardian concludes that in 30 years, the grounds of his Mar-a-Lago resort could be under at least a foot of water for 210 days a year. Some conservatives differ with Trump. The Republican mayor of Palm Beach County told The Guardian that he doesn't have the luxury to engage in lofty policy debates. He's been knee-deep in water in many parts of his district when streets become flooded. Last week, there was news about fish production from the UN Food and Agricultural Organization. Aquaculture, or fish farming, is expected to surpass consumption of wild-caught fish in five years. The report notes that fish farming has benefited human diets in the developing world and has also helped employment and trade. However, some observers point out that many methods might introduce invasive species, diseases, and parasites. The UN report also contains troubling conclusions about wild-caught fish. More than 30% of the wild fish stocks were overfished in 2013, and in the Mediterranean and Black Seas, nearly 60% of the stocks are being fished at unsustainable levels. Manuel Barrange, the UN Fisheries Director, told The Guardian that there is an absolute limit to what we can extract from the sea, and we're possibly very close to hitting that milestone. And if you think that turning to meat as your source of protein is the answer, think again. Livestock consumption is getting butchered, not only for health reasons, but for how it impacts the environment. Animal production contributes an estimated 14.5% of annual greenhouse gas emissions. That's more than every car, train, ship, and airplane combined. And most of the animal contribution is from cows, sheep, and goats passing gas. Because of this, a UN panel is urging its Environmental Assembly to consider recommending a tax on meat producers and sellers. The strategy being that by raising the cost of buying meat, it would ultimately reduce demand. But many consider this tactic to be unfair and regressive. Still, some governments are taking action. The Danish government is already considering a tax on all red meat. And according to the Washington Post, China is taking serious measures too. That country consumes half of the world's pork and more than a quarter of its overall meat. About two weeks ago, the Chinese government announced new dietary guidelines calling for citizens to reduce their meat consumption by one half. And there's more bad news for the meat industry. Many are calling out livestock production for the amount of water required to produce meat. It takes 48 times more liters of water to produce beef than to grow vegetables. 
And speaking of veggies, it's summer and many of us are lovingly tending our gardens. The work pays off in a harvest of juicy melons, fresh peas, or crisp lettuce. But if you're a sailor on a submarine, fresh vegetables are a luxury after about 10 days at sea. For most of their three-month tour, they're stuck eating canned, frozen, or dehydrated food until they dock again. But that might change. The military is testing the possibility of growing plants hydroponically. That is, in water instead of soil in the confined space of a submarine hull. The $100,000 research project came out of a hackathon at the Undersea Warfare Center where sailors said they wanted more salads to be served on submarines. The military sees the idea of providing fresh food as a way to boost morale and help the Navy retain submariners. Don Holman, an Army engineer, told the AP that they experimented with 83 varieties of fruits and vegetables. The result? Leafy greens and green onions thrived. Root vegetables did okay, and strawberries grew but didn't produce enough fruit to make them worthwhile. The cucumbers, on the other hand, were unwieldy. The vines climbed everywhere, and the large leaves of zucchini plants blocked the grow lights, so they were a bust. This isn't the only unconventional agriculture being taken up by the military. Vegetables are being grown in space and even in the ocean. Last year, three American astronauts dined on lettuce grown aboard the International Space Station. We'll keep you posted on whether the program goes full steam ahead and if a real submarine sandwich complete with fresh lettuce and tomatoes grown on board is served at sea. And finally this week, all this talk about food, what's the catch of the day? Sole? Halibut? Tuna? Nope. How about a GoPro video camera? That's what Francis Derricott reeled in last week when fishing off a pier near Pool, England. The camera was covered in barnacles when he brought it to the surface, and it didn't work. But Derricott was able to retrieve the SD card inside with the footage still intact. What he found explained how the camera got there. From the video he posted on YouTube, you can see someone wearing the GoPro attempting to flip off the pier, but losing the camera in the process. The device then sinks to the bottom of the ocean where it lands with a thud. The camera kept filming for about a half an hour and the video, it's like watching seagrass grow. Until a crab saunters by, which is the highlight that has drawn over a million and a half views so far. Derricott said he posted the video hoping to find the camera's owner, but maybe it's just a cry for help for people trying to think about something, anything, other than Brexit. This Week in Water is sponsored by the American Water Works Association. Looking for solutions to utility challenges? Get answers at AWWA's Water Infrastructure Conference and Expo, October 30th through November 2nd. Learn more at awwa.org forward slash H2O InfoCon.